Perfect. Okay. So, here's the situation. Uh, I spent... Well, let me first say, welcome to High Note. Thanks for listening. Uh, Also, starting with this episode, which I have no guest for, and I'll explain why in a moment, uh, I'm putting my stuff on YouTube, started an Instagram account for for the podcast, so it's High Note Pod on Instagram. It's high underscore note underscore pod. Uh, YouTube will be High Note Podcast, and this video will be the first one to go up. I'm still kind of learning the whole video thing and how to sync audio with it, so bear with me on that. But this has been a wild ride. I decided to make a studio at my house, which basically I just took the back porch that was there. Um, and there will be pictures of this on Instagram. Like, I'm going to try to get some decent pictures. But I took the the existing back porch area, and my plan was to just build it in like a sunroom. Like, that's normal, right? You take it, build it in like a sunroom. I'm still getting used to the audio. Bear with me for a second. Sorry. Okay, so I was going to try to build it in, you know, just enclose it. And I got a little carried away and I I was worried about, you know, sound from the neighbor's dogs and sound from the road and, and my kids running around in the house. So I then started researching soundproofing materials and sound deadening materials and all kinds of crazy stuff. And what we ended up with is... I built a Skyline diffuser, which you can see a corner of if you're watching. Um, I bought some nice panels that actually look decent instead of just the foam. Uh, I used a product called Green Glue. I don't know if you've heard of Green Glue, but it's fucking awesome. I did a bunch of shit, okay? I got new mic stands. Uh, I used the same microphones, the Blue Yetis, um, but I, I did a lot of upgrading. and I got super pumped. And I know this is two minutes of me trying to explain to you what the problem with me getting super pumped is. I have a guest list of like 21 guests that I really want to have on. They're all in my notes, in my phone. Uh, Most of them have already said yes. One I can't find uh, because he's an older gentleman and he doesn't use the internet. But also with this time of year, I don't want to do the ones with the old guys just yet. So with all that being said, uh, I finished the the studio. It's like we need touch-up paint and stuff, but it's ready to record in. As of yesterday, uh, the last couple of days, my wife's been feeling ill. So I talked her into going and getting tested because she is a massage therapist. So, you know, some of her clients are older. If she were to contract COVID uh, and keep working, that would be bad. So luckily, with my job and her job, we both were smart enough to get tested. And we found out today that we both have COVID, which is fucking exciting. Uh, I have this crazy long list of stuff. Let me turn this. I'm really sorry. Had to turn the mic. It just something about blowing right into it. It wasn't sounding good. So I have this crazy list of stuff I want to talk about from the time I wasn't recording podcast due to the fact that I was building this place, which by the way, when I say I was building, I don't mean I fucking contracted somebody. Like I, I started with the fucked up concrete. I, I, built a frame on top of that to level it out so you can walk straight from my living room out into here. I built 12-foot ceilings on one side. Uh, it's like nine and a half on the other, I think. Slanted roof. Uh, fucking put a closet in this bitch. Wired it myself. I still have to get a mini-split air conditioner put in, which I'm going to have a professional do. But so far, with the exception of my wife helping me hold a few things, I did this shit all by myself. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that for anybody that says, I don't know how to... I didn't know how to do it either, motherfucker. I figured it out. 
I've done a little bit of construction work. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I built the studio and I'm really proud of it. And it looks great. And I can't wait for the people that are listening or watching that are going to be guests in the future to come check it out. But <clears throat> since I got the Covey Cove, I can't fucking do any podcasts with any guests for a while. So I just, I was talking to my buddy Ashley and I was like, do you think I should do solo podcast and, and just talk about fucking COVID or whatever? And he said, yes, you do. And, uh, my buddy Jacob, who's been on here before, Jacob Muirhead, he is in the same situation as I am health-wise. Uh, I don't know if he's cool with me saying that, but he will be because I'm going to probably have him on as a guest. I have to do a little research to see, like, if he got it and got over it. I mean, with regular viruses, the case would be if you get it and then I see you a week later and I have it, I'm not going to give it to you. Your antibodies will kill it. But I don't know how that shit works. And I'm a little worried. So, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But hopefully we'll have other COVID-positive guests soon. And if not, I mean, you know, two weeks isn't that long. You've waited fucking months. So that's where I was. That's what I was doing. I was building a studio, taking podcasting way more seriously. Uh, I'm looking into cameras right now. I'm just actually recording this with an iPhone, which is, a, they, they video great in like, if you're outdoors, the video quality on an iPhone is amazing. If you're indoors with okay lighting, which I didn't like think about lighting too much. I was mostly focused on it looking and sounding good. I need to work on the lighting. I got to figure out what kind of lights to use. Uh, I need a little more research and I want to get a good camera. I'd like to eventually upgrade to two cameras, but that's, you know, I'm getting away from myself. So here's how I feel about COVID. First off, I'm not really like that sick. I just got tested because my wife was getting tested and I have a little bit of a sore throat and I'm a tattoo artist. So I work around people. I do a podcast. So I'm fucking five feet from people all the time. And I spit when I speak like Sammy Sprinkler on whatever movie that was. So just like out of being cautious and not being an asshole, there was that. Luckily, um, I think I contracted it very, very recently. Um, we think we know where it came from, how it happened and all that. Uh, and it wasn't me or my wife without a mask on. And it wasn't direct contact. It kind of came through the kids. I don't want to get too elaborate on how we think that happened, but... The point is, um, we've been doing everything in our power to actually stay safe and all that. And I have a ton of shit I want to talk about. Like, let's say hypothetically, you think you have COVID and you don't want to get tested because you're afraid people might treat you differently. Well, I don't know if they will or not. I'll let you know in like fucking three weeks or four weeks, like hit me up. I'll tell you if people treated me weird. But as of right now, a lot of people have messaged me back when I said, hey, I can't do this or I can't do that or we got to cancel this or whatever. All those people were like, hey, man, I hope you get better soon. Sorry to hear that. Thanks for the heads up, whatever. Like nobody was like, oh, shit, I got to stay away from you for 100 years. But I haven't seen him in person, so I don't know. But I was being half-ass optimistic. Um, you know the thing? where you're being optimistic because you want to sound positive because you want to convince yourself that this is a good thing or this is okay or this is not bad. I was doing that at first. Like when I first popped positive, uh, it was mostly contacting uh, Anna so she can get a hold of all my clients, uh, contacting the people at the shop so they know what's going on, talking about what we are doing with them. Uh, luckily, uh, the last time I was around everybody, Megan and Jason were both not working at the same shop as me that day. And uh, I wore a mask the entire day. And once I got done tattooing, 
I think there were a few moments where I pulled my mask down when I was about 15 feet away from Bailey. So we're a little bit worried and she's getting tested, but I'm pretty sure everything's fine. I don't think it's a huge deal. Um, I think everybody's had that amount of exposure, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that crazy for younger people that are in decent health. Uh, again, I'll let you know in a few weeks. But I went through... Just like when they announced that there was a shutdown and I went through all these different fucking emotions of like, okay, what am I going to do? What do I do? My thing right now is I went from fake optimistic to real optimistic. I went from that back to, I mean, we're talking hours. Like I got diagnosed like a couple hours ago. We got home. My wife had a hundred plans for things we can do. She's trying to figure out how to stay busy for two weeks with three kids. And my thought on it is like, we can still hike. Like quarantine doesn't necessarily mean you can't leave your house. Just stay way the fuck away from people. So we can still go hiking. We can hop in the car, bring masks in case I get pulled over, go out in the wildlife refuge and hike. Um, I've been drawing a lot more lately. I enjoy drawing. My kids enjoy drawing. I never really get to draw with them for more than like 10 or 15 minutes. The other day, Brylan and I drew some shit, 15 minutes maybe. So we can draw. Very excited about drawing. And I started to slowly morph into like kind of excited. Like I don't want to take two weeks off. I love tattooing. I don't I don't like the idea of not making money for two weeks or making substantially less money. Luckily, I am in a situation where I own two businesses that are both doing okay. And if if I don't work for two weeks, my crew is awesome. They'll they'll hold it down without I shouldn't have to go do anything. And if I do, I could just sneak in at night and fix problems. Um, and we know how to sanitize everything properly. Like we have a crew of people that know how to actually keep shit clean. So you don't have to worry about that. So that's great. And the point is, I, I started to get kind of almost excited about, <laughs> about getting to spend time with the kids. Uh, I think it was halfway a fake thing, and I'm still processing this, but a thing that my brain tells me, oh, it's a good thing. That way I don't get all depressed and cranky. But, I mean, it could be way worse. I barely have any symptoms. Um, I financially prepared for this because I thought we were going to have a shutdown. Now, I will say, if there's a shutdown right after this, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> but uh, last week was kind of a shitty week financially for me um, because I had I had a cancellation. I had no tattoo on Wednesday to do. And then Thursday was my birthday. And my wife was sweet and surprised me with a overnight stay for my birthday. So she booked a fake appointment. So I thought I had an appointment on Friday and I didn't. So basically I worked one day last week and it was weird. So I'm going on a really long break of not tattooing much, <clears throat> which feels weird, but I'm okay with that. It's fine. Also, I've contemplated whether or not I, I can't even talk today. I'm, my job right now, my only job that I have at the moment is a professional talker because my other job I can't do. <coughs> and I'm over here doing a bad job talking. I got the COVID. I'm going to blame it on COVID. I'm going to blame fucking everything on COVID. My voice all raspy? Fucking COVID, bitch. Not because I'm crazy and tired. Actually, that might be from COVID. Hold on. Let me mute this and get a sip of my cocoa. I got hot cocoa, motherfuckers. Like, here's the thing. If you have hot cocoa and you have enough money in your bank to live for the time that you have to take off and you live with a massage therapist that also is sick and can massage you as soon as she starts feeling better, you're good to go. That pause was just so you didn't hear a loud gulp and then I hit the button at the wrong time and then you hear a loud gulp. So I'm sorry. 
Okay. So, here's where we're at. Fucking losing my mind. Got the COVID. Going over, should I tell people? Should I not tell people? Should I pretend that I was on vacation? And then, first off, that I couldn't do podcasts. <laughs> oh, then I could. I could be like, oh, I'm just doing this by myself today. <laughs> but here's the thing. I've thought about doing podcasts by myself on occasion. I've, I have done a few. And I've always wondered, like, what people think if this is better or me talking to a guest is better. And I think the combination's where it's at. I think this is fun. If somebody fucking watches or listens and enjoys this, that's great. If not, that's fine, too. But um, I think I have a thing I always tell my clients about being honest. Like, the more honesty you have, the more freedom you have. And the more freedom you have, the fucking better your life is. And that's totally fucking true. And I was about to try to hide that I had COVID. I was thinking, like, okay... I guess if I just post old pictures on Instagram, I started thinking about that shit. That's stupid. Just fucking tell people I got COVID. If somebody treats you like shit because you got COVID, well, I mean, if they treat you like shit because you have COVID and you're like at their restaurant without a mask on coughing in their face, that's, they should. But if somebody treats you like shit because they're worried about the fact that you had COVID two weeks ago, that's fucking stupid and they could suck a dick. So I am very excited to say, uh... I'm announcing officially, I got the COVID, uh, and in the famous words of President Trump, I might be immune, who knows? I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but it was something fucking hilarious when he got it, but he got it, he's over it in like two days, he's fat as fuck, he's like 100, um, I'm not fat as fuck, I'm not exactly thin, but I think I'm in decent health, um, I'm way less than 100, I just turned 30, so fuck it, it's fine, I'll, I'll probably have a good time. The only problem with COVID that I've had so far... And this is, I mean, in the last 13 minutes, I have to cough a lot. And the problem with coughing all the time is uh, when you're on mic, it's not fucking good. So hopefully the cough goes away. I think, honestly, I think if I just take cough medicine, it'll be fine. I haven't really taken anything. I took like a sip of Dayquil earlier. Um, but yeah, there's all this shit. I, dude, I've been writing a fucking list. This is the most rambling ass podcast. You're welcome. And I'm sorry at the same time. Also, I, I really do legitimately want feedback. Like, I know I haven't completely dialed the studio in yet. Like, there's still a bit of a bouncy sound to it. It's not perfect. I haven't got all the levels right. Um, the ceilings being high was kind of like a aesthetically pleasing thing, and I knew it might be an issue with echo, and it's not bad, but it, it would be better if I had lower ceilings as far as sound goes. I'm working on that. I also don't want a completely dead room. I'm okay with like it sounding like a room. I just don't want it to sound too echoey and bouncy. Also, usually these curtains over here are closed, which I know it doesn't sound like it would make a difference, but closed curtains make a huge fucking difference. And there's glass. The audio like echo is bouncing off. I've learned so much shit about echo and audio and boom, boom and all that shit. But anyway, here's a list of shit I wrote down to talk to you motherfuckers about. Chickasha is the opposite of Weatherford. Weatherford is my favorite fucking town in the whole United States of America. I love Weatherford, Oklahoma. I hope I didn't ruin it. There's only like three people watching this. I'm sorry. Weatherford's fucking amazing. I love it. I love everybody there. They're all so nice. My favorite fucking store in the whole world is there. Uh, my favorite place to get, uh, you know, those Herbalife teas that are like controversial as fuck. Everybody's like, they're really bad for you. They're really good for you. I don't fucking care, man. They taste delicious. And I don't think it's bad for you. I think it's a whole lot less bad for you than soda. Uh, but my favorite fucking ones ever are there. And it's a place called um, New Creation. 
New Creation was actually started by a guy that I tattooed. He told me about it, and then he moved to fucking Omaha, which I love you, Reagan, but you got to move back to Oklahoma, man. Um, so he started that, and then I guess he sold it to a guy that was working for him, and they just make... Uh, it's so fucking good, man. I would... Like, if I have time... Like, if I didn't have COVID and I still had two weeks off, I would drive out there fucking tomorrow just to get a drink. It's delicious. Uh, so there's that. They have good restaurants. It's just a really cool, calm place. And it's my favorite. So I went to Chickasha, which Chickasha does have a lot going on. It's pretty, It's actually kind of cool. Um, and I wrote that down when I was at the COVID testing place waiting in line because we had to go to fucking Chickasha. There's another thing. Fuck this whole testing thing. So... If you think you have COVID and you're in Lawton, Oklahoma, you have to call like four or five places to get a no, like a definitive, like, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to get you today. You got to call like fucking 50 to get a yes. Um, most of them will tell you if you don't have symptoms, you shouldn't get tested. Even if you've been exposed and you, you have a few symptoms like me, like my thing is I was told not to be tested by a lot of people. Uh, I got the CVS. CVS does a test. You can do it in the drive-thru. That's probably the smart move if you're not in a hurry. Like if you can afford to take three days off to wait for the test results. Uh, it's it's a pretty solid test. Like the lab tests are apparently better than the rapid test. But you pull up in the drive-thru. They have all these fucking safety protocols. You jam a giant Q-tip up your nose hole. Twist it around for 10 seconds. Stick it the same fucking end. It's disgusting. You stick the same fucking end of the swab up your other nose hole. Twist it around for 10 seconds. It's fucking gross. But. You put that in a little thing, you send it back, and bada bing, bada boom, they'll let you know. So CVS is a really good way to get tested, and they were not a pain in the ass. But there's so many, like, well-fast places in Lawton. You call them, you go online, you try to schedule it, and they say, you need to have a consultation first. We're going to charge you $100 to talk to a doctor to see if you need a fucking COVID test. And then if you talk to the doctor and you only have the following symptoms, sore throat, body aches, fucking tired of shit, uh, cough and a headache. That's not enough. You need more symptoms if you haven't been exposed to it. Or if you've just been exposed to somebody that has it for sure, uh, that's not enough either for some reason. I don't fucking get it. Like, why are we holding out on tests? And I know somebody's going to listen and be like, dude, you know, there's not that many tests. Shut the fuck up. There's enough tests. I don't know how many there are, but there's enough. Um, so there's that. I think it's really weird that they discourage people from getting tested. I think, the fucking fastest way to fix this thing would not be a vaccine. It would not be a good treatment. It would be a test so that people could test easily. Like if you could get tests for like 15 bucks and I would fucking buy just seven of them shits every week for myself every morning. I'd be like, here goes my bullshit test. Jam it up my nose, twist, twist, jam it up my nose, twist, twist, put it in the tube, go fucking make coffee. Come back 15 minutes later. Look at that. I still don't have COVID. I go to fucking work. That'd be wonderful, but that doesn't exist yet. I think it will. The point is, until that exists, I don't understand why the fuck we're not talking about, like, making it easy for a person to go to a Wellfast place and get a test. But the point of Chickasha versus Weatherford, Chickasha has some cool shit downtown. I like it. But the part I was in, holy fuck. There's just people wearing cheetah print. There's this bitch wearing cheetah print fucking, uh, I guess they're yoga pants. I don't know if they're yoga pants or leggings. It's hard to tell, but some people should not wear that shit. Like, even if you're thin or in shape or whatever, there's certain butt shapes you should not fucking stuff into those bullshit-ass pants, man. You need to get some supportive pants that pull the bottom of your booty cheeks up so it looks like you got an ass, because otherwise, it's fucking weird. You're, like, stretching out, like, a lopsided pancake situation. I don't like it. So there's that. People are mean as fuck to their kids in Chickasha. This is just, this is 
fucking 15 minutes. Please, if you live in Chickasha, you're probably great. Um, at the COVID testing line where we're all popping positive, I'm sure. Like most of the time, by the time you get to the drive-in test, that's 15 minutes. I have the hiccups now. What the fuck? For results where they're jamming shit in your nose and you already got shit jammed in your nose earlier that day. I'm pretty certain that most people in that line probably at least have some symptoms. Therefore, they probably shouldn't be fucking walking around doing weird shit. There's people just walking around, going in the restaurant next door, going to the other restaurant. There's this lady just walking fucking circles around the parking lot, walking up to random shit, going in a restaurant, going to a fucking other place, going somewhere to use the bathroom, touching all kinds of shit, trying to go in the whale fast place. It was fucking crazy. So there's that. Uh, Contact tracing. This is fucking weird. This is literally just shit I wrote down today. Just talking about shit I wrote down today. Contact tracing on the subject of COVID testing. I love the concept of them having a system where, you know, like everybody that I've been around, they can notify them, which is way easier for me because I really am not around a lot of people. Uh, so I was able to notify everybody that I've been in contact with in the last fucking three weeks in like five minutes. Like just it's people I can text. I haven't, except Walmart, I haven't fucking been around anybody, uh, well, and my clients, but I had one last week, so we good. Um, and also, super masked up, super safe, probably didn't have it at that point, um, almost positive, didn't have it at that point. Again, we think we know how it happened. So, another cough break, sorry guys. The contact tracing concept is great. I think it would be very effective, but I'm very paranoid when it comes to like the government looking at my shit. And I understand I'm, I'm literally talking about the government spying on me while I'm publishing videos and audio all over the fucking world that are my thoughts on stuff. I, I totally get how that seems ironic. And I carry an iPhone at all times. Well, not literally at all times. I'm actually pretty good about sometimes I set it down for a moment, but, uh, I carry a fucking iPhone, AKA tracking device. Uh, so I shouldn't be paranoid about this, but when I accidentally entered the wrong birth date at CVS, the guy told me that I basically just had to pretend I was 22 years old instead of 30 years old because I accidentally hit 98 instead of 90. I had to fucking do that to successfully get tested because they can't change it once you put it in there. And I don't think I misentered it. Like I'm pretty sure a type 90, I don't know. It's super easy to, they're right next to each other, but, uh, I don't, th I, th I don't, I think it was a fucking problem with their computer. Nah, I probably mistyped it. But the point is I mistyped that. I didn't put my driver's license number in. They didn't ID me. They forgot to bill me. Like they forgot to fucking ask for money and gave me the test for free, which was great. I didn't realize until like 30 minutes later, I was driving down the road. I was like, did I pay for that? What the fuck? I still got money in my pocket. This is crazy. So that was kind of weird. And then I go to set up this thing. I forgot what it's called, but it's basically like, fuck would you call it it's a thing you sit down you you set up to have like an account it's like a chart basically with cbs and i go in there and again they got the wrong birthday they don't have my middle name no really almost no information they have like first and last name and they asked me my mother's full name they asked approximately how old my mother was it's like one of the validation questions to make sure they got the right guy and i was like holy shit the man's been tracking me and keeping me down. I don't, I'm not really that worried about it. I'm just fucking around. But it was really weird. Like they asked, they asked how old my mom was. And I'm like, bitch, I don't fucking like that. You know who my mom is. You're the fucking computer government, man. Um, also, this one was before today. This was before I knew I had COVID, which makes it way fucking cooler. P 
people bragging about being assholes. Why the fuck? Sorry about that microphone sound. Why the fuck would you brag about being an asshole? Like, why would you tell people, hey, man, I uh, when I go in a fucking store, I don't even fucking put a mask on. If they got a sign on the door, lady working at the store says, excuse me, sir, I need you to put a mask on. I say, no, I don't fucking wear a mask. Fuck, what the fuck are you going to do about it? That's fucking stupid. Why the fuck are people? I didn't know that was a thing. I was talking to a guy. He pretty much said exactly what I just said. I was like, I paraphrased. But what the fuck, man? Why? <laughs> like, okay. Especially when it, the person I'm talking about is not like, he's not stupid. And I, I don't care about him wearing a mask for him. And I don't really care about the mask that much in general. Like, I, I'm cool if you're cool with getting sick. I'm cool with you getting sick if that's what you like. I don't give a fuck. But that's your choice. If you're running around making people uncomfortable because you're not wearing a mask, gray area. That's cool. My main problem is you have employees that get paid like fucking eight fifty an hour that are being told, hey, if somebody comes without a mask, please ask them to put a mask on. And you're a fucking scary guy? Like, you think a fucking 17-year-old girl that's like still in high school wants to have to confront people on a minutely basis? That's terrible. It's fucking stupid. So long story short, don't be an asshole. If you are an asshole, don't brag about it. Also, like, man, I don't like wearing a mask when I tattoo, but I've gotten so used to it and it's really not that big of a deal. Like the first month, I fucking hated it. Now I don't give a fuck. And yes, I think soon we won't have to. I think within the next two years, everything will feel normal again. I'm probably six months, honestly. We might have to go seasonally wearing fucking masks, but I don't think masks are the new thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if it is, I'm, I'm already cool with it. I'm used to it. And this is going to do the fucking has COVID right now. So I now have a fucking dog in the fight. I get to, I have an opinion. Fuck you and your bullshit, non-wearing mask, but whatever the fuck it is. Also, if you want to not wear a mask and you're old as fuck and you die, I'm still going to feel bad for your family. Um... Where are we at? Kids school be dumb. That's what I wrote today. My daughter had, <laughs> I know this is all over the place. So it's fucking funny. This is what happens when you don't do a podcast for months because you're building a studio and you fucking just write random shit down. Also, I got a running nose, uh, probably from COVID. So kids school, I don't fucking get it. My daughter's school. She's like learning about the different senses. Uh, like, you know, the ones that were losing, like smell from COVID and sight. I got that shit. I could see, I could see real good. I can read the fucking thing on the camera. Sight, touch, whatever, smell, all that shit. So we're driving to get COVID test. My wife's helping my daughter with my, with her schoolwork in the car on a hotspot with a laptop, which is fucking wild that you can do that. Technology is cool as fuck. When I was a kid, we did not have internet in the car, but this, this is what got me. It said, and I'm paraphrasing because my memory's fucking terrible and I haven't smoked any weed today, that basically a dude was pulled really fast through water and you're supposed to tell which sense that most uses. Being pulled fast through what, like, like for example, Gary was pulled down through the water super duper fast and I'm supposed to tell you which sense was being used to notify Gary this is a situation I would say fucking touch because you feel water my wife said I'm wrong and it's sight so I don't know what the fuck's happening man I don't I don't know how school works I don't get it I didn't do school school was not for me um I would love it if my kids do great at school but 
coming from me, it's really hard for me to tell them like, hey man, take your school seriously. Cause I didn't, I didn't do school at all and I'm fucking fine. I'm not recommending it. I think everybody should try to go to school and finish and get good grades, but some, it's not for everybody, man. It's really not. Uh, but my daughter's great at school. She's a fucking genius. Uh, little, <laughs> this is some shit. You ever take an edible? Okay. Let me lean in for this one. Ugh. You ever get on them edibles? And uh, by that I mean a, a, a marijuana product that has it's basically candy with weed in it. So here's what happened. I was high as fuck, and I this is what I wrote. Uh Little Caesars never looks like the commercials. Apparently a Little Caesars commercial looks good as a motherfucker. Like Little Caesars commercials are like the catfish of the pizza or the food industry. Like they fucking get you. You look at it and you're like, oh girl, I'm gonna fucking put you in my face. And then you fucking get a box from Little Caesars and this shit looks like bullshit. It tastes okay, but it looks like somebody shit out a pile of ingredients into a box. It doesn't look like the fucking commercial. The commercial, okay, the commercial looked like what I would imagine. Um, I would say the commercial is naked Jennifer Aniston. And the actual product that they're selling is like that lady that works at the diner that's really sweet. Uh, and she's a great person, but she's like 96 years old. And you're surprised she's still walking. And she looks good for 96, but she still looks 96. And she kind of smokes a lot of cigarettes and sounds like she does. That's kind of how the pizza is when you get it from Little Caesars. But how the pizza looks on the commercial is very fucking beautiful. And I love it. It's like a piece of art. Where are we at on this? Uh, is the amount of massacres... Oh, this is a weird fucking... This is some stoner shit, too. For all you stoners out there, I, I I took on a new stance on podcasts, especially once I added the video. Fucking comment or something and tell me what you think for real. And I'm sorry if I sound like a hippie. Uh, Lawton feels fucking weird. There's a lot of tension here. And it's not like COVID. I'm not saying... Like, you could stand out in the middle of a field and it's a little different, but... Something feels fucking dark about this town. Um, and I went to Weatherford, my favorite town in the whole world, and it feels like I'm in the ocean. It's like fucking just free and wonderful and peaceful and calm. And I just fucking love it. Like I literally feel lighter when I'm in certain parts of the world. And I might just be in touch with some weird shit or I might just be fucking crazy. But on the way back, I was thinking like maybe... The amount of fucking massacres that have taken place in the area where Lawton, Oklahoma is. And you should Google the history of Lawton, Oklahoma. And I don't mean history like in the history books since like World War One. I. I mean like fucking history. They, this area, they, and I mean most of the states we fucked up some natives. But the indigenous peoples that were here, I'm trying to be PC here. The indigenous people that were originally here in Oklahoma, there were tons of them. And they fucking slaughtered these motherfuckers. And there were wars upon wars upon wars upon wars and battles upon battles upon battles fought around the area where I live right by Fort Sill. And and we don't really know how far back that goes, but my theory was maybe the amount of actual dead bodies and carnage underfoot where you're standing has some type of fucking vibe or feeling to it that makes you feel less good. And maybe... The patch around Weatherford was just not that fucked up. I don't know. It's a silly theory, I think. But the more you look into the history of the area you're in, like I feel like if you're in Salem, Salem, uh, Massachusetts, it has the same fucking feeling. And we know what happened in Salem. They <laughs> Actually, I don't think that many people died in Salem. 
I don't think the witch trials was like crazy fucking numbers, but there was so much other shit and settlers came there and man, the whole new England area has probably got the same fucking vibe. I'm guessing. But the point is like, I do believe it's possible. And I know that there have been scientists that have studied weird things like wood having memory and walls having memory, concrete, like whatever surfaces and, and physical things having memory. And studied is a weird word for that because like how the fuck do you prove or disprove that like we don't have a meter for it and i don't think it's something we can know right now and i don't think it's something you could really like truly feel but sometimes you go into an old building and it feels sketchy as fuck i'm just saying maybe lawton's a fucked up old building okay so uh that was that little caesar's commercials massacres this is getting dark oh okay this was just me high as fuck bathtub listening to a podcast where they were talking about the schedule of the lockdown. So I think they were referring to like Los Angeles or, or New York or something when they said this, but a guy said something along the lines of the lockdown was supposed to be two or three weeks. It's now been eight months, which is a true statement, I believe. And the first thing that popped in my head is damn, the government's the weed dude. He fucking texts you and says, I'm on my way. And then four hours later, he says, I'll be there in five. And then 30 minutes later, He says right around the corner, and then an hour after that, there's a fucking knock on your door. You already got two bags of weed that you fucking grew. Motherfucker shows up late. Um, So apparently, if I were into comedy, at the moment of being very high, I thought that would be a good stand-up bit to just just elaborate on that. But I'm not a fucking comedian. I don't know. But if you're a comedian, take it. You can have it. It's free. I'm sure somebody else has already covered it anyway. But the government's the weed guy, okay? Free. Okay, this one's fun. I was working on this studio. This is the last one, and then I'm getting off this thing. But I was working on the studio, and I was listening to a episode of Freakonomics, which is a great fucking podcast. It's a guy named Stephen Dubner. Um, I don't know all the details. I think he has, I think like his business partner, friend, might be on there a lot too. Um, he's an author. He wrote a book called Freakonomics. He's an economist, which is like kind of a quacky fucking like. So for those of you that don't understand the economy. Uh, you know about the same amount about uh, the economy as an economist, but the difference is they know a lot of big words and they try to predict things and their ability to predict is not much better than a random person's guess. That being said, usually people that study that kind of thing understand a lot of little nuances that I'm really interested in. Excuse me. Wow. I got the hiccups, the burps. I don't know what the fuck is happening. So you got Steven Dubner. He's fucking awesome. I like him. Cool dude. Don't know him personally. Listen to a lot of his podcasts. But he was talking about advertising. He's calling all these people because he's doing phone interviews and shit because it's COVID. And he puts together these really nice podcasts. Like, it'll be phone interviews and a good little intro. And he does all this shit that I don't do. So you should listen to his podcast. Freakonomics. It's on Freakonomics Radio or something. I don't know. It's great. But just type in Freakonomics. You'll find it. It's got like a picture of an orange slash apple or something like this is like an orange apple that's cut open and it's orange in the middle or something it's fucking cool i don't know i'm rambly so what what i basically established is that the way that i advertise is backwards for most large companies and they were asking advertising executives uh like for advertising companies that would go you go to them and you say hey i'm trying to make an ad to sell our product like let's say it's sunblock um, the, the main thing was people that sell sunblock know that they sell more sunblock in the summer. So they were looking at how people schedule their advertising 
And if you sell more sunblock in the summer, by default, anyway, it's really hard to judge if you also up your advertising game. Like, so let's say you triple your budget from, let's say, May 25th till late August or something. That's probably when they're going to sell the most anyway. So they were trying to figure out what percentage of an advertising dollar actually increases profit, and they couldn't was the main thing. But what they could establish is that a lot of advertising dollars go to waste. Advertising is almost completely pointless in a lot of situations, and then sometimes it works. And they can't really, like, they conclude this whole episode with, like, you're like, what the fuck? Does, why am I even advertising? But the problem with that is I advertise backwards. So if you're a small business person, especially, like, business like mine, I have a tattoo shop, okay? Uh, let's say you have a massage place, barbershop, tattoo shop, whatever. Most of those things don't have seasons quite as extreme as tattoo shops. I have heard back to school is huge for barbers. Summer's a little slower for barbers. I don't know how true that is. I think most people get haircuts on a pretty regular basis, way more regular than tattoos. But we have a really slow season. It's like around early November or late November, early December. It starts dying off. It's a little bit day, dead around uh, Halloween for a couple weeks. It's really fucking slow around Christmas. It's okay through January. It gets a little better. People start getting those fucking tax returns in February. Boom, we're off to the races. Sometimes we'll do like 35% of our yearly income in... Um, in the month of, uh, February, or if you do like February 15th to March 15th, like there will be like a 30 or 40 day period that makes up about a third where you, you would think like three months would make up a third or four months or like three months is still should make up a fucking quarter. The point is you would think it wouldn't be that extreme and that we couldn't fit all that in there. And the thing is like people fucking go nuts, man. And we hustle as hard as we can, but it's hard to keep up and we're like too busy for those times. So those times I don't advertise at all. Okay, at all. I fucking, I shut that shit off. Um, It seems pointless to spend money on advertising for maintaining your brand or whatever other business owners say. Like, I understand there is something to that. You're you're basically going, okay, so from, let's say we're too busy then, but we want to make sure people still know who we are. So we'll like slow it down a little bit, but keep advertising. I just don't. I just drop it. I go, why the fuck would I spend money? on something people kind of do impulsively people book it impulsively even though i'm really booked usually not right now fucking covid uh even though a lot of the artists that work for me stay pretty booked people still schedule it on an impulse sometimes um people get tattooed on an impulse when they can if it's a tattoo shop like mine where most people are booked they usually schedule on an impulse even though they can't actually get tattooed on an impulse the point is it's kind of an impulsive decision for i would say 25 percent of people that get tattooed So what we look at, the way that I do advertising, is I look at it like this. If I'm busy as fuck, I don't spend money. When it slows down a little bit and we're busy enough, I spend money to keep it steady so that I can keep that level up. When it slows down, I do more advertising with the goal being to steady it out through the year. I've done months where I didn't advertise at all. I've done months where I fucking quadrupled. I've been experimenting with this for a long, long time. But the point is, on the Freakonomics thing, they were looking at huge corporations and how much money they waste, and it was fucking hilarious. If you have a small business and there's seasons, let's say you're in retail, back to school is probably really good for you if you sell clothes. Um, right before Christmas is probably really good. Maybe 
try not advertising as much for those times and see what it does. And then try advertising more in the slow times and just see what it does. If you fucking put money in a savings account in your business, as you should, then you'll have an advertising budget that can steady out throughout the year. So my thoughts on it were maybe larger corporations should try this. What they said in the podcast that I found really interesting is they went from, I think it's too compartmentalized with a corporation is a big issue, but they would go from one person to the next person to the next person, like let's say CEO down to advertising, uh, advertising supervisor. I don't know, fucking corporate advertising manager guy. I forgot what the titles are, but the point is they would talk to the guy in charge of advertising and they'd be like, Hey, so what if this year we just try cutting this for a little bit? They freaked the fuck out. So the only study they really had of somebody completely cutting advertising in one field, they couldn't get it for all advertising across the board for any corporation. But what they could come up with was once a guy accidentally forgot to renew their newspaper ads for one company, it affected sales by 0%, I think. I don't It might have been by like 0.09 or, well, it was less than 1%. I know that. It was fucking super low. And the point is, they always advertise in the newspaper. That guy almost got fired. The fucking CEO freaked the fuck out and was like, how did you fucking not put it in the newspaper? Shut the fuck up, bitch. It didn't seem to matter. It'd be like if I said, hey, man, we always have to have that fucking open sign on. Well, I've always had the opinion that when you advertise hours, you should be there. And I still stand by that. But we found out with COVID, like when we went to appointment only, ah. Uh, I don't know, man, you can, you can get away with some shit. You can put a sign on the door and you can not be taking walk-ins and people will still fucking walk in unless you lock the door. Um, people will read the sign and go, ah, oh, that doesn't mean me. And they'll walk in, which is fine. Like if the door's unlocked, we want you to walk in. We're going to tell you, we need to schedule an appointment to come back, but we'll try to get you. We've tried to like play it by ear. If there's one person comes in by themselves and they want a tattoo, we've been easing back into how we're going to do that. And, and we're taking care of it. But the point is, advertising is fucking hilarious. I do it backwards. Advertising is not completely useless. Um, you can actually look at what I do. And this is, what, again, with a small business, is I ask people, hey, how'd you hear about me? I'd say like 90% is probably word of mouth. Uh, a few, maybe 3 or 4% is like, man, I, I Googled you, which is partially from advertising previously because that's how you get those people. But, uh, another thing is Instagram, which is a form of advertising like one to 2% say, man, I fucking saw an ad on my Instagram. Like it popped up. I clicked it and I booked right away. And I'm like, Hey, that fucking that hundred dollars. I probably paid to run that ad between you and the next guy that says that fucking great. I spent a hundred to make more than a hundred. It's fine. Like, like sometimes your proportions are a little off. But the point is, if you're advertising your small business and you're looking at what the corporate giants do and you go, you have to constantly push, you have to have a brand, fuck it, try shit, man, fucking experiment. Also experiment with drugs like cannabis, marijuana, reefer, doobies. I, I ran out of, Dankenstein, I don't fucking know, smoke some weed, it'll help you out, trust me. Like, smoking weed will make you better at everything, including sex. And with that... I'm out. Thanks for listening. Sorry I was gone for so long. Hopefully I'll be bringing a lot more episodes soon. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, go ahead and comment and tell me what kind of topics you'd like to hear. And I don't really put a lot of planning into this, but I do like to write little notes. And if you're just listening on audio form, just tell one of your friends. Thanks.